0: If you like what you hear today, please subscribe to our podcast and join us every month at Soundbites for more insights on understanding, managing, and thriving with psoriasis and psoriatic arthritis.
1: My name is Graeme Pettit, and I'm here today at NPF's Research Trainee Symposium discussing a new field of research, osteoimmunology, with Dr. Yanis Adamopoulos, who is the Associate Professor of Medicine with the Division of Rheumatology, Allergy, and Clinical Immunology at the School of Medicine, University of California at Davis in Sacramento. We're excited to have Dr. Adamopoulos join us to talk about his research efforts on cytokine signaling in autoimmunity with an emphasis on the activation and differentiation of myeloid subsets, which leads to tissue deconstruction and psoriatic arthritis. His work has defined novel signaling networks of pro-inflammatory mediators that are critical to the pathogenesis of autoimmune diseases. Dr. Adamopoulos, to help provide a framework for discussion, could you please define the term osteoimmunology and why it's such an emerging area of
2: research? So first of all, thank you for having me, and uh, it's nice to be here, Corinne. Uh, yes, so the work that I'm doing, as you very rightly said, is uh, looking at how cytokines influence the immune and the skeletal systems. The uh, title that you mentioned, of Immunology, is uh, a relatively new field of research. It's a branch of immunology which uh, really uh, takes a closer look at how the skeletal system is being affected, Uh, by uh, the immune system.
1: And how is osteoimmunology related to the development of psoriatic arthritis? Can you please explain what cytokines and growth factors are associated with the development of psoriatic arthritis? Sure.
2: In uh, active psoriatic arthritis, you have uh, inflammation of many different uh, tissues. You have inflammation of the skin, you have inflammation of the joints, and those types of inflammatory uh, actions, they have an effect on, uh, on uh, the uh, bone. So basically, uh, most of the patients complain uh, for bone destruction, but also one of the features, especially of psoriatic arthritis, is the new bone formation. So not only you get to have bone loss, but you also have uh, a pathological bone formation at the same time.
1: Okay, and what is the primary purpose of rankle, or for those of you who may not know what that means, receptor activator of nuclear factor kappa beta? How does it relate to the inflammation cascade associated with the development of psoriatic arthritis?
2: Right, so that's a very good question. So, uh, rank ligand, uh, as of to date, we don't have strong evidence that it is implicated in an inflammatory process. However, um, there are other cytokines that disturb. Uh, the rang ligand pathway. So to be more specific, uh, the cells that are responsible for bone remodeling are the osteoclasts and the osteoblasts, or at least the major cells, the many other cells like osteocytes and so on. But uh, to keep it simple, uh, I would say that the osteoclasts are the cells that break down bone and the osteoblasts are the cells that make new uh, bone. So rang ligand is secreted by the osteoblasts and they regulate uh, the amount of uh, osteoclasts that are available and their activity. Uh, in an immune, uh, immune situation, there is what we call immune bone loss where uh, some pro-inflammatory cytokines affect uh, this sort of pathway. For instance, we have T-cells that they can secrete more of RANK ligand uh, and so on and so forth. So they can uh, alter this bone remodeling. They can cause both uh, uh, phenotypes that we don't want, uh, which is the unwanted bone formation and the unwanted bone destruction.
1: Oh wow, fascinating. So we know that IL-23 and IL-17 access is key to the development of psoriasis and psoriatic arthritis. Why is this access so critical to the pathophysiology and treatment of psoriatic disease? I've seen a lot of recent growth in treatments targeting IL-23 and IL-17.
2: Right, yeah, I mean this is a very good question also. this pathway is known as the, uh, the R23-R17 axis in uh, inflammation and really it is implicated in many autoimmune diseases, not just uh, psoriasis and uh, psoriatic arthritis. Uh, one of the key elements of that is the R23 receptor, which a lot of work uh, has been currently going on to identify which cells respond to R23 receptor, so there may be actions which are directly through R23-R23 receptor interactions that, that cause a uh, certain pathology. And also, IL-23 gives rise to IL-17-producing cells, uh, different type of uh, T-cells, which they can secrete IL-17. And IL-17 has its own actions independently of IL-23, which are also pathogenic, and they also alter the Rang ligand pathway that you mentioned earlier. So, for instance, IL-17 is known to induce Rang ligand from osteoblasts and to induce also rung, among other things, uh, from osteoblasts, precursor cells. So those two cytokines you'll be hearing a lot about.
1: Something to look forward to. So I've noticed you published an article entitled Autoimmune or Autoinflammatory, Bad to the Bone. Can you please elaborate on bone loss associated with, with the role of IL-23 in psoriatic arthritis and why does this occur and what are the other factors involved?
2: Yeah, so a lot of uh, discussion has been going on on the pathogenesis of uh, those diseases, like some people say, oh, it's an autoimmune or an auto-inflammatory, and so on and so forth. What we are trying to focus on is focus uh, onto the bone, um, the bone itself, the bone changes, uh, which I think most of the patients actually complain about the uh, bone destruction that happens in this disease. So uh, what we're trying to say is that no matter what the pathway is or what the mechanisms are or what these pathologies, at the end of the day, um, the, the changes in the bone have to come through a cell which is uniquely specialized to degrade the bone matrix. And this cell is the osteoclast. So we have tried to focus on that specific cell and try to find which cytokines are able to influence their differentiation, their activation, and, and worrying less about classifying its as a disease and its pathophysiology, but get to the point of what, what can we do to actually treat uh, that bone loss.
1: So what directions do you envision research in your lab will continue to explore?
2: Well, the cytokine network in psoriatic arthritis is uh, very complex. So we did mention that first we have the uh, uh, access skeletal system, which is uh, now comprised of uh, many different cells, which they secrete different cytokines or factors, and they respond to uh, different factors as well. And at the same time, we have cells of the immune system which are actually present uh, when you have an inflammatory response. These are the T cells, the TH17 cells, the gamma delta cells, uh, DC cells, and many other type of cells which are present in psoriatic arthritis, that they also secrete a different number of cytokines. So you can imagine that in the inflamed joint, for instance, of a psoriatic arthritis patient, there is a cytokine milieu which is totally different than what you would find in a healthy individual. Uh, so all those networks happen simultaneously and it's very hard to define which is the initiator phase and, and which is the resolving phase. Because at the same time, um, inflammation is not completely bad. So uh, there are studies that have shown that people who had uh, uh, a bone fracture, they need inflammation to actually uh, go to the sort of process where they repair uh their bone. so uh tnf work with uh uh, mice models have shown us that tnf deficient mice are not able to uh, heal very well so you don't really want to block completely the inflammation you want to have some inflammation uh but you don't want to have more inflammation than you need to so this this balance and this interplay of cytokine network is is what we are trying to figure out uh, and it's Different to see this in an in vitro process, where I mean, when you do experiments in in a lab and, and you take cells uh, out out of a host organism and you look them on a petri dish or a test tube, or uh, when you see them in a, in a, a living being, this is totally different results. So we have to look at both.
1: Great. So in closing, what key message would you like to pass along to people who have psoriasis or psoriatic arthritis?
2: Well, I think the good news is that uh, in the recent years we have seen a lot of development in uh, the technology there's many technologies in analyzing data that were available to us but we haven't been able to analyze them quickly so that's one of the things that has changed so we have now novel technologies uh, that we are able to make for example uh, mice that we wanted to be able to use we have uh, a lot of different technologies that we can generate uh, those tools uh, for our research and, uh, and also I think um, we're able to read and understand uh, work that has been done in uh, different countries uh, fairly soon. So we have those conferences, uh, we have the internet which helps us a lot in uh, almost within the same week, uh, you're able to read what another group has done uh, in another part of the uh, earth. So I think it's fascinating and I think um, it, it did start really slow but as we are developing all those tools and all those technologies, things are becoming better and better. Also, uh, organizations such as the NPF brings together scientists to meet together and talk about their findings as we are doing uh, today. It's another way that you can expedite things. And I think that's uh, generally very good news for uh, all the patients out there.
1: Yeah. Great. Well, this is very interesting and gives a lot of hope to, to our listeners. So thank you so much for sharing today, and we appreciate having you.
2: Thank you for having me, Corrine.
1: May is psoriatic arthritis, also known as PSA, Action Month. All month, the National Psoriasis Foundation will highlight educational opportunities, such as the May 30th webinar about fatigue and psoriatic arthritis by rheumatologist Dr. Barry Shibuya. To register, go to www.psoriasis.org forward slash webcasts. You can also receive a free PSA kit with a flare tracker or make a donation to help support the foundation's research efforts, such as the work being done by Dr. Adamopoulos. Learn more at psoriasis.org forward slash PSA
0: hyphen action hyphen month. We hope you enjoyed this episode of Sound Bites for people with psoriasis and psoriatic arthritis. If you or someone you love has ever struggled with psoriatic disease, our hope is that through this series you'll gain information to help you lead a healthier life and inspire you to look to the future. Please join us in a couple weeks for another inspiring podcast. You can find this or all future episodes of Soundbites on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, and the National Psoriasis Foundation webpage.